guys. This is Jessica and Sadie, and this is the Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Today, we're talking about Season 6, Episode 4 of The Amazing Race, and the original air date was December 7th, 2004. And last episode, we were in Sweden, and we had that super terrible roadblock with Lena and Christy, and they were eliminated, and we were sad to see them go. I was just like thinking about that again today <laughs> on the way to work. I know. I'm like, I don't think I've ever done anything for eight hours. Like <laughs> except for sleep. Then. <laughs> yeah. How could she did how could she do that? That's just crazy. You know, that would be hard. Well, anyway, so we have Hayden and Aaron leaving first today, and Chris and John are right behind them because they both both teams like helped each other get to the finish line and Hayden and Aaron checked in first, so they're leaving today at 2.04 a.m. And the clue says, make your way to the top of Stockholm's town hall tower to find your next clue. And then Chris and John leave right after 2.05. So both teams, they have to make their way into town, kind because of, they're... They're outside of town a little bit. Yeah. Or on that boat. Yeah. And get to the town hall and as they're getting close to the town hall they're like going into stores and asking people like for directions and where it is there's a lot of people awake Awake. at 2 a.m yeah i think they were going into hotels okay and ask them where the town hall is and they gave they like pointed in the direction and then they said well do you know what time it opens and they told them 10 Mm o'clock So they're like, let's just get a hotel room. And Well, they don't even get a hotel. They sleep in the lobby of the hotel. <laughs> yeah. Which is a little I bit know. better than outside, but. Yeah. I'm surprised that these hotels even let them do that. I know. The whole point is to pay for <laughs> right. the bed. And so, yeah. Then we have a big gap because we have Gus and Hera leaving at 3.06. So that's like an, an hour, hour after. Later. And then John and Victoria at 3.10. And these teams also kind of go to a hotel and... I think they go to the same one, actually. Yeah, and hear that it doesn't open till 10 and get some sleep. And then Adam and Rebecca leave at 5.37, which is two and a half hours after these yeah, teams. That's a big gap on that one. A big gap. And it's, at, it's 5.37. It's like bright, way bright outside. Yeah. So... They must have did built. we decide when this was filmed? The other one was filmed in the winter months. This yeah. one... Maybe probably in the summer. Yeah. Because so it's already light at... Bright at 5 a.m. <laughs> in yeah. the... In those places that get sunlight yeah. all day in the winter time. Or, I mean, in the summertime. And as Adam and Rebecca are kind of doing their beginning episode thing, she was saying, when I started dating Brian, uh, Adam, he his mother was cutting his toenails still. Like, yeah. I was like, you need to grow up and cut your own toenails. I'm like... That's a and he he says, Yeah, my mom cut my toenails. I live at home with my mommy and daddy. Yeah. Like he's are... like, I'm definitely a baby. Yeah. I live at home with my mommy. I mean, and at least daddy. he recognizes it. Yeah. But that doesn't make it better. No. It almost makes it worse, actually. I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they decide to go straight to the tower because they're like we don't they don't yeah. stop to sleep. And they see a sign that says that it opens at seven o'clock. Yeah, it's like kind of like a side door. Yeah. 
So these other teams that don't think it's going to open until 10. Yeah, they're just. That's a big difference. They're just sleeping. Mm -hmm. Freddie and Kendra leave at 6.09. And they also go there and they're like, where are all the other teams? Like, this is really odd. Mm -hmm. But it opens at 7 and they. So Adam and Rebecca, Freddie and Kendra go up to the top and the clue that they get up there says to fly to the city of Dakar in the country of Senegal which is Africa's westernmost country. And your clue will be waiting just outside the airport. So you did say we were going to go to Africa, but I said we have another leg in Europe, but I think they go back to Europe. Oh, really? I think they go to Africa and then up to Europe and then back to Africa and then... Really? Um, I know, it's kind of a weird route. Huh. So Freddie and Kendra are in their taxi on the way to the airport and they're kind of fighting this is the first time we see them not get along mm -hmm. and freddie or yeah freddie says that they should take the taxi because then they don't have to worry about anything but kendra was like well the train is faster and it's cheaper so why didn't we just take mm -hmm. the train and i can't believe you'd spend money on a taxi but then you make me sleep on the floor and that's dirty and disgusting and not get a hotel room yeah she's really annoyed. a little bit more high maintenance and she says that, too. She says, I like the finer things in life. Mm -hmm. So, well, <laughs> welcome to Africa in a few minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's a huge <laughs> culture shock for them. There is another big gap, and we don't have Lori and Bola leave until 7.52, and then Don and Mary Jean at 7.53. So, they're like six hours behind. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. The first team. That hay bale roadblock definitely was like... Yeah. Hard for some, and or the counting. I think that counting is why. Oh, that's that's right. Because it took them teams. forever to get there. Because yeah, when they got to the hay bales, Bolo did it like so fast. Yeah. So he says, like they're talking about kind of like their team dynamics, and he's like, yeah, we sometimes butt heads because I say I'm better than you are, and you're better than me are. <laughs> I did not hear that for some reason. <laughs> I had the subtitles on, so I like read it and I was like, wait a second. That does not make sense. <laughs> That's really funny. And then Don and Mary Jean at 7.53. Yeah. Did we say that? Yeah. I, okay. So some of the other teams are starting to like get out of the hotels to like, you know, walk around early and kind of get there early. So we have Gus and Hera. They get there and see that like they should have come earlier with mm -hmm. the sign that says seven o'clock and victoria and jonathan are also out of the hotel but they're not like at the town hall she has she binoculars, has binoculars. <laughs> and she's looking up at the top and she says i can see people how are they up there it's not 10 o'clock what what are they doing so they're gus gus and hera and then john and victoria are just right there together and get the same clue and head to the airport on the way there they're in the taxi and Jonathan's like, go, go. And he like touches the taxi yeah. driver. He's like, go. And the driver's like, it's a red light. I can't go. And he's like, okay. Yeah. He's like sitting in the back seat and reaches forward and grabs his arm. Yeah. Like, like you should not don't touch. touch people. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most of the teams are finding out that there is a flight through Air France that leaves at 1120 that most of them are getting on. Yeah. Has a layover in Paris. Mm-hmm. So Chris and John and Hayden and Aaron are just like walking around town. Yeah. Just like do do do. And then they do walk over by the tower 
and realized that they can go up and they were like, this is the stupidest thing. Yeah. We made a huge mistake. They were like really mad at themselves. Yeah. Aaron was really, really mad yeah. at himself. This was a time where I'm like, why wouldn't I would never not go to the place. Right. What Check. if it didn't say it was one if they weren't waiting for it to be open? What if it yeah. could be open for the racers or something? Exactly. Like, I would never not go there first. It's like it's like when you go to the airport and yes. you get there three hours early and then you still go to your gate and then and then go and then go get to food the bathroom or, and get yeah. food and <laughs> Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, I, I can't believe they just trusted yeah. somebody at the hotel just to say it's open at ten. Yeah, that was kind of crazy, especially for these two teams that have been doing doing really well. Yeah, and been and at like, the front. Yeah, so, um, Jonathan Vic- and Victoria are on like a slightly earlier flight, but it has the same connection in Paris. Yeah, Jonathan's like way. He thinks it's yeah. a game changer. Yeah, he's like, we're gonna put the fear in everybody else, thinking that yeah. we got a better flight than them, and by ten minutes. Yeah. And like it didn't even matter, but he was very like nobody said a thing. No. And what was it gonna do? Make him have fear for ten minutes? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so we have these teams. Well, all the teams got these tickets, mm-hmm. and those last two teams that we said took their time barely made it, but they made it. Mm-hmm. Like all the teams are boarding the flight, and they're still on the train, like to get yeah. to the airport, but they make it, and they're all on the same flight. So before we get there, I'll tell you about Senegal. Okay. Which I looked up a lot of information for this one because I don't know anything about it. I yeah. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so Senegal is officially the Republic of Senegal. It's a country in West Africa and it is on the Atlantic coastline. And it's the westernmost country on the mainland of Africa. And the capital is Dakar. And Senegal covers a landmass area of almost 76,000 square miles and has a population of about 17 million in the whole country. Since the country's foundation in 1960, it has been recognized as one of the most stable countries on the African continent. And the state was formed as part of the independence from French West Africa from French colonial rule. So because of this, French is the official language, but it's and it's understood by only a more minority of the population. That was a weird sense. It's only understood by a minority of the population. Mm. So it's the official language, but not everybody speaks it. Yeah. There are over 30 languages in Senegal. And Wolof, it's spelled W-O-L-O-F, is the most widely spoken, with 80% of the population speaking it as a first language. I've never even heard of that one. Yeah. That's interesting. Senegalese people are pre- predominantly Muslim. Senegal is classified as a heavily indebted poor country, ranking 170th on the Human Development Index. Mm. Out of, out of nine, 196 or something? 204? I don't know. But Maybe that's how many bones are in the body. <laughs> I don't think it's 204. <laughs> okay, hold on. How many countries? Because like, some of them have split, like Sudan and South Sudan and, you know, 195. Ooh, I was so close. You were close. Most of the population of Senegal is on the coast and works in agriculture or other food industries. In the mid-15th century, the Portuguese landed on the Senegal coastline with various European powers competing for trade after that, like the Netherlands and Great Britain. 
and France in 1677 gained control as a making it a departure point in the Atlantic slave trade. The island of Goree used as a base to purchase slaves from the warring chiefdoms on the island. So this is we'll get to yeah, this place a part at of, the end, but yeah. it's um like a very well known place that people travel to or like part of like the tourism of Senegal. Which is weird to me. Yeah. Like to travel to that place to I guess if you're going to like remember it and like go to the memorial, but yeah. I don't know. It just kind of seems somber. Insensitive. I don't know. It's like the same as like um, I would say like if if a African American or other like Right. That makes more sense, yeah. But, like, it's kind of like Auschwitz as well, too. Like, the fact that that's, like, a (laughs) quote-unquote quote-unquote tourist destination. Yeah. I don't know. Just, I guess it's just the title that bothers me. Like, don't call it a tourist destination. Yeah. (laughs) Like, call it a memorial that you can go visit, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I get what you mean. So, this island is about two miles off the main harbor in the capital of Dakar. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. It was the largest slave trading hub on the African coast from the 15th to the 19th centuries. The European nations prized it because of its strategic location. It was nicknamed the Door of No Return due to the millions of Africans shipped from here every year Mm. to a a life of slavery in the Caribbean and the Americas. That's a lot of people. Yeah. And that's a long time. The, the, 15th yeah. century. That's like the 1400s. Which, yeah. I mean, I, I knew that, but when you think about it, that's a yeah. long time. And millions every year mm-hmm. of that. The city of Dakar, like I said, is the capital. And the largest city has a population in the greater metropolitan area of about 3.94 million. And... I don't hear much about this country and no was very interested to learn more about it. Yeah, and it's definitely different than the European countries that we've oh, yeah. been to so far on this race and they feel it when they get there. Mhm. They land and it seems like it's nighttime cuz yeah. it's pretty dark and which the- makes everything worse. No matter yeah. where you're at, if you're in an unknown place and it's dark, it just makes everything harder. Mhm. And then with, like, all the culture differences, that just, like, escalates it. So, yeah. yeah. The clue right outside the airport waiting for them says, find out who wrote the enclosed poem and find that person's resting place in a cemetery. And the poem, or the poet is Leopold Sadar. Senghor. I think it's Leopold Sadar Senghor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the poem is Femme Noir. He's the, did you say he's the ex-Senegalese president? Ex? That's what it said. The author is the ex-Senegalese president, which makes it sound like he was like. Because it was, he was the first one when they became a country in 1960. Yeah. But ex, was he taken away? That's what it said. I had the subtitles on. (laughs) That's weird. Weird. You would say like former president is what we say or. Yeah. Like, maybe Nixon was, like, the ex-president because he resigned. I don't know. Maybe something happened. But, (laughs) yeah. 
And that cemetery is, like, that guy's very popular and well-known, so people know oh, where that yeah. cemetery is. And it's called the Bel Air Cemetery. Mm-hmm. We find out that Hera speaks French, or a little bit of French at mm-hmm. least. And Victoria speaks a little bit as well. Yeah. Because <laughs> when they get in the taxi and she says, beep, beep. And then Jonathan looks at her and he's like, beep, beep. Oh, and she's like, no, that's not, that's not the word that I said. <laughs> beep means like quickly in French. I looked yeah. it up. So. That's funny. <laughs> beep, beep. Beep, beep. <laughs> and idiot. John is like yelling because he wants a english yeah he's like english like really loud yelling really loud and obnoxiously and when he's trying to find out where he is he's like dead sleep and then he like stabs himself and pretends to die like to try to get somebody cemetery yeah Yeah. it was yeah it was annoying (laughs) (coughs) oh my gosh i couldn't help it i think no matter what he does is so annoying. I know. If anybody else did it, it might not be so bad, but yeah. it's just the fact that it's him. Yeah. So all the teams are asking taxi drivers for help on how to get there or like where to go and hiring them and stuff. And on the way to the cemetery, Freddie and Kendra's driver stops at like a gas station and starts filling up his tire. And then right away, Don and Mary Jean get a flat tire. Yeah. And they haven't made it that far yet, it seems like. No. And Adam says, so far, Africa sucks. This is the worst, <laughs> or far and away, the worst place I've ever been to in my life. And yeah. I'm like, you've only been there for like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <so." laughs> yeah. And, well, Don and Mary Jean have to help their guy change the yeah. tire. And then, like, the jack breaks or something. And they have to, like, Don the and the yeah. <laughs> taxi driver have to lift the car. They were like, we need Bolo. <laughs> yeah. And Mary Jean slides the thing under. Anyways, it looked stressful for them. Yeah. And all these teens are, like, just complaining about everything. Already. Yeah. yeah. And then Chris is like, I love it. It's so great here. It's just so removed from our culture. Mm-hmm. And it's so enlightening. And I'm like, oh, they're yeah. just so, like, nice and positive. I really like them. They are, too. They're definitely my favorites. I mean, I do, too. But I could definitely see this episode when you said she looks like Britney Spears. She really Yeah, I like she does. smiles. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. She really does. And I like her. But they find out that the cemetery doesn't open till 7.30. So they have some time. Yeah. Or a lot of time, it seems. Pro- yeah. Because I, I can't remember, but I think it said the flight landed at like 5.30 or something. So they have all night. Yeah. And Adam was like... Are we gonna sleep out here? And Breck is like, no, but it doesn't really show where they sleep. They must have mm-hmm. got a hotel or something. Yeah, like all gone to the same one because they're all there together. Yeah. So then, when the gates open in the morning, they're all there together again, and it seems like John has ta- talked to and found like an English-speaking local, Jonathan. Yeah, and she Victoria does call him John, but there's another John. True. So. I need to specify which one, Jonathan, and hires him for the day the whole day yeah (laughs) and so yeah and he asks where where does this author reside (laughs) that's a weird word to use but okay this is a really crowded and cemetery with a lot of so they just have to search everywhere Mm -hmm. and bolo actually finds it first right Uh and it says make your way to the village the beach village kr which is a local fishing village or something, and then find the carp- carpenter shop for the next clue. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, this guy that Jonathan and Victoria find, his name is Ijal. And he helps them. And he, like, leads them right to this grave and then gets in the taxi with them and, like, spends the whole day with them. Mm-hmm. And Freddie and Kendra find the clue and they get in a taxi. So, on the way to the cemetery, the taxi asks for $10. Mm-hmm. And Freddie was going to give him 5 And then the guy was like, no, 10 And Freddie was like... Well, we didn't want you to stop to put air in your tires. Yeah. Okay, first of all, I mean, do you you have to put air in the tires sometimes and you there was like 8 hours. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that you have to be like angry that he took a little bit longer. Yeah. So he ended up giving him 7, which annoys me. And then we have another incident with the taxi because Freddie says how much and the driver says 50 and then Freddie says no 30 and then the driver says no problem. And then they leave. And then there's a little, that sound. I mm-hmm. listen. <laughs> I got it. I downloaded a little shaking sound. Yeah. That when you was... know that that means that it's important. <laughs> yeah. They do that sometimes. You're like, oh, I got to. I've got to pay attention gonna to that. It's going to come back. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So. But yeah, he has another time, a hard time with paying cab drivers. Yeah. It's we'll hard. come to that a little bit mm-hmm. later. But. Lori and Bolo's taxi wants 60 and she's like, well, I'm not paying that. And then Bolo was like, well, do you want to go to jail? They must have watched season five. Yeah. <laughs> I Just pay your taxi drivers. I know. Like, I cannot believe that they think that that's okay. Just or like the $3 that Freddie yeah. didn't give him. Like that is a big deal for some people. Yeah. And that just do it. It bothers me so much. So. And also if. You know, you have to, like, use money for yourself for food and stuff on the race and on, like, in between pit stops. Yeah. But I'd be like, okay, I'll go without. Yeah. I would rather. And give that guy $3. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like. Like, yeah. they obviously need it more than I do. hmm It just, I'm racing for a million dollars and I can't give this guy three. Yeah, three. It just bothers me. Sometimes it is like some locals taking advantage of right. them. And they do like over quote them and yeah. they haggle it. But three dollars—that's what we're saying. That's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't, anyways. Um, okay, okay. So Lori and Bolo and John, Nathan, and Victoria arrive to the beach town, and they get to the clue, and it's a detour. And the options are stack them up or pull them up. So in stack them up, you have to walk to the fish stacking area and then you have to carry enough baskets of fish to the drying table and cover the whole drying table and pull them up is you have to walk down to the beach choose a fishing boat and use traditional lines to catch four fish and then bring them back to the man on shore and it's literally just like a string with like traditional lines or like a string with bait like there was no fishing pole or anything like that they just it had they had like a little thing that they wrapped the fishing line around yeah to pull it, it looked up, like a kite string yeah, or something it, yeah but yeah anyways that sounds hard to me i think i would do I, the other one i have never caught a fish in my entire life <laughs> yeah i would absolutely not choose that one <laughs> no some but, of them kind of consider it but then they see how rough the waters are that day and they change their mind so yeah. gus and Hera and don and mary jean were the only ones that chose that one and it was clearly not the better choice. Yeah. 
they were out there much longer and they were sick very sick <laughs> so don specifically and hera specifically mm-hmm. they were very very sick but Dawn was funny because she was like, keep throwing up and you yeah. get Every time you throw fish. up, I get a fish. Yeah. <laughs> and so all the other teams choose the other option. And that fish looks really gross. It looks disgusting. Like, they all didn't have heads. And it, I don't know. There was, was it, like, stuff on it. Like, yeah. Was it, like, salt? Or was it sand? Or was it, like, a seasoning? Because they were already, I don't it was, know. Yeah. It Maybe was, some ice. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Some dirty ice. <laughs> I was going to say, that was ice. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. They all have a pretty easy time doing that one. And the other two have a hard time doing theirs. Yeah. And this is where Freddie and Kendra, their taxi driver, he did agree to 30. Mm-hmm. And then when he dropped him off, he wanted 40. And then, but they gave him 30. Mm-hmm. And then he's the taxi driver's like following him around like while they're doing their detour and like he won't pay him. And in this case, I don't necessarily blame him because the taxi mm-hmm. driver did agree to 30. But yeah. also I would probably just pay him to just be like Leave us alone. Yeah. Yeah. And they Freddie's like, You've made enough for your whole day. And Kendra's like, You've made more today than you'd make in a year. Yeah. That really I did not like that. Yeah. This is the first of a few pretty racist comments that Kendra really makes. Yeah. Huh. She's not very well liked either in the Facebook groups because of her the words that she says while she's in Africa. So Oh. <laughs> well there was one she said was she the one that said ghetto? Yeah, she said we're in the African ghetto. And when they come to the roadblock, she's like, is this blood? Like, I don't know. Just you can tell that she thinks it's so dirty and disgusting. And these people are just Mm -hmm. like. Yeah. She doesn't have the attitude of Chris at all. No. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. So all those teams are finishing the detour pretty quickly. Like I said, except for the people out on the boats fishing. And they get the clue that says travel by taxi 20 miles to the pink lake called lock rose and get your next clue yes and there's a bunch of salt mounds near this lake Mm -hmm. so jonathan and victoria are done first then chris and john fred and kendra hayden and aaron and jonathan and victoria are the first to get to the salt mounds and the clue is a roadblock and says who wants to bathe in rose water and they immediately say jonathan so I'm wondering, because we talked about last episode when they open it and they're like, Victoria. Mm-hmm. Or like, she does. Maybe they're just like alternating and just like not even thinking about it. Mm, maybe. So maybe we gave him a hard time when we shouldn't have, but also he, he deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> we try we try to recognize when we're being ridiculous and unreasonable, but also he's ridiculous and unreasonable. Yes, so. he is. <laughs> So this task is you have to wade into this pink lake and use traditional tools tools to harvest enough salt to fill a 25-gallon basket. And you can't – there's some, like, boats kind of out there that have some salt already on it. And you can't take salt off the boat. You have to get it from the bottom of the lake. <laughs> so, yes, Victoria does it. Then Kendra and Hayden – and that's when Kendra walks in and she's like, is this blood? Is the water pink because it's got blood in <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Is this even sanitary? And then Chris and Lori and Adam do the roadblock. 
it does look pretty hard, like, you know, because water is heavy and then the salt is heavy and they have to, like, scoop it down and they're getting wet and the salt is getting in their eyes and Adam is just yeah. beside himself <laughs> that the salt is getting in his eyes. Yeah, and he just keeps, Kendra keeps trying to, like, Rebecca. Not Kendra, yeah. Rebecca keeps trying to like give him like support or like yeah. tips, and so he just keeps saying, "Shut up, shut up, yeah, shut up, Rebecca." And my kids were watching this with me, and I'm like, "He doesn't talk very nice. We don't say shut up." And they're like, "Well, you just said it," and I was like, "Well, I was just oh my gosh. <laughs> repeating what he said <laughs> to tell you not to say that." <laughs> oh, that's funny. Little kids, I know. I say stuff like that, <laughs> and also. Who who was it that was? Oh, so Freddie obviously like it's we always say this, but like the team member, it's not the rule yet that you can't help them. Yeah, they haven't specifically said that that they can. Anyways, because they're standing on shore and telling him exactly what to do. Like, mm-hmm. no, you have to scoop it up. You have to. Yeah, you can't take it off the boat. You can't you have take to it off the boat. The, yeah, use the shovel. Do this. Yes, reading the directions for them and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that bothers me. <laughs> should be just their task but we would do it too if it wasn't a rule yet so. yeah but i like that they changed the rule yeah so Lori does it and she like she does a really good yeah, job she's like carrying two baskets worth of salt yeah. every single time she's, she's so very strong. strong and chris does awesome too because mm-hmm. chris has done second jonathan and victoria were done first but George, uh, victoria got there before everybody mm-hmm. and then chris and John is just like, oh, she's so hot. Look how hot she is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like slow motion on her and her little like bikini top all wet. And yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. He he really likes her. And <laughs> <laughs> um, when they, Jonathan and Victoria finish first, they get the clue. It says drive 30 miles by taxi to Dakar. Then take the ferry to Ile de Goray. Ile de Goray. And search the streets for the pit stop. Which is the place I just told you guys about. Yeah. Um, Gus and Hera finally get done with the fish. Yeah, some teams are finishing the roadblock. The roadblock. They're just yeah. finishing the fish. And then Don and Mary Jean. Mary Jean basically did all of it because mm-hmm. Don is throwing up. And then Adam is still out there and all the other girls have finished and they're headed to the pit stop. And they get stuck in traffic. So Jonathan and Victoria left first and then there's some traffic. But Chris and John's taxi driver. Like, goes, like, over the curb and, like, on the sidewalk and just, like, goes Mm -hmm. around the traffic. So, that made it so they got to the ferry first and they were able to get on before Jonathan and Victoria. And when Jonathan and Victoria tried to get on, it was full. Yeah. So, Chris and John were the only one on that first ferry, which (laughs) you see the ferry pulling away and, like, all the people that are on there. So, yes, it is. it was very full. Yeah. But that would be frustrating that you didn't miss it. You just didn't get there before. Yeah. But yeah. So all the other teams that finished the roadblock, they're heading to the ferry as well. And they get on the same ferry as Jonathan Victoria. So it's Hayden and Aaron, Freddie and Kendra and Adam and Rebecca on that second ferry. And Lori and Bolo. And Lori and Bolo. Yeah. And, and while they're on the ferry. <laughs> yeah. Adam <sighs> is like Rebecca you were being so unsupportive and she's like I-, I thought I was really being supportive I was giving you encouragement and she's like you know what I don't have time to babysit my girlfriend anymore and then again 
Hmm. He's like, well, should I just jump off the boat? Would it make it better? Would that make it better? And she said, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so she's not oh, yeah. falling for it this time. Yeah. I'm like, how many times does he threaten yeah, that? Yeah, because that's twice in like three episodes. Of so. a, t- a TV show where you're going to be. Yeah. Recorded. So, so how much does he say it? In real life. Yeah. So obviously team number one are Chris and John. And they win a seven night cruise to the Western Caribbean. And that is just as Gus is finishing the roadblock. <laughs> so we've already had a team check in. They're not even finished yet. Yeah. Or get really getting started. Mary Jean does it too because Don is too sick. She says, mm-hmm. I guess I have to do it because you're too sick. And he's like watching her do it. And he's like. He's like crying. Yeah. And he sings like how proud he is of her. And, and then when she's finished, like the locals are all clapping for her. Yeah. Lots of guys standing on the edge of the lake, like clapping and cheering for her. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so those other teams that were on that same ferry together are on the island and they're kind of just running around the streets finding the pit stop. So the second team to arrive are Jonathan and Victoria. Because they had that guy. They better have paid him well. I know. Because you said there's something coming up in Africa that's like well known as like really bad or memorable. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell me they didn't pay him or something like that. Like something would happen with no. this guy. I was going to say that would be awful. So I hope they paid him well too. And it wasn't even like really worth it. <laughs> they got second place, not first. Not yeah. The well, they probably wouldn't have even got second without him. True. Because he led them exactly to where they needed to go every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Then Lori and Bolo check in as team number three. Hayden and Aaron as number four. Freddie and Kendra number five. And Adam and Rebecca number six. And then Gus and Hera get on a ferry that leaves just barely before Don and Mary Jean are able to get on it. So they're on ferry three, four, three, Mm -hmm. three. Yeah. And Don and Mary Jean are on ferry four, but they edit it to look like Gus and Hera get lost Mm -hmm. on the other side. Which I'm sure they really didn't get that lost. Who knows how close it actually was, but. Gus and Hera are the ones that end up checking in first as team number seven, which means Don and Mary Jean are last. But it's a non-elimination league. Yeah. I'm so... It makes me upset, though, that they did this in Senegal because they uh, yeah. are taking away their money. And, yeah, like, this whole leg, they've just, like, highlighted how poor these people are. Can you imagine how awful you would feel if you were like you will, if they're staying the night on that island because of the pit stop yeah to ask people who literally were taken from their home as, in, as like enslaved. and sold yeah and then you as a white person are asking them to give you money so that you can go win a million dollars on that island like wouldn't that just be I, so like i like, can't even believe be real. that they did that i hate that rule i'm glad that they change it eventually but do they change it to just take your money? Not Or, like, they have to either do an extra task or there's, like, a time. Yeah. And also, I was thinking, I feel like if I was another team who heard that there was an non-illumination leg and the next team wasn't going to have any money, I'd be like, here's some money. I would, yes. Like, I would rather give you $10 ask. than you go ask these people for money. Yes. I would, like, definitely offer my own money because I'd be like, because they're not going to find, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you've already watched this, but like, I can't imagine that they're going to find like tourists really. 
Yeah. They really have to ask like the locals yeah. who are the hundred and seventieth on the on the list of human development. Yeah. It just Yeah. It seems a little and it, backwards yeah. when they were just in where were they? Just barely. In Sweden. Yeah. Like people in Sweden are wealthy and there's tourists and that would have been a much yeah. better place to have a non-elimination league. I know. So I'm probably going to start crying next episode I if know. I see an old man and woman begging for money oh, to gosh. poor people. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, I I do believe that they go back to Europe. I'm pretty sure there's something that happens in Germany. Just from like, not not that I remember specifically, but from the Facebook comments, because I've kind of been reading about them mm-hmm. for this season, and somebody was like, I can't believe he did that in Berlin. So, hmm. I think they go back and then back to Africa. Hmm. So. That's weird. We're going to watch it right now. We'll see what happens. So, stick with us, and we'll be back for episode five here in a minute, and thanks for listening. Bye! Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theamazingrewatch. Or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review and share with your friends and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening. Bye.